0: Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on December 21st, Thursday, 2017. Our second to last news and views this year. This year has gone by incredibly fast. I have two articles I want to talk about today. Uh, They were both sent by Mr. J.S., so thank you to him for bringing these to my attention because I I have increasingly stated my concerns about cryptocurrencies, and recently Catherine Austin Fitz and I uh, recorded a rather lengthy uh, fourth quarter review where we also uh, shared our concerns about cryptocurrencies, but this one may take the cake. I have two articles I'm going to link for you. One is from the Washington Post, believe it or not. Uh, The other one is uh, kind of an op-ed piece on the Washington Post article that appeared at Zero Hedge. So here's the Washington Post, and I want you to listen very carefully, folks. Today, I'm going to try and keep my comments to a minimum, because I think what's going on should be self-evident probably to most of you out there. Uh, I personally have not invested in Bitcoin. Number one, I don't have the money to invest. But number two... um, It seems increasingly like the latest bubble, um, kind of like the famous South Sea bubble or the famous tulip bubble. This one appears to me to be a bubble. Um, But I want to read some paragraphs here from the Washington Post article because this is very disturbing. This article was written by Campbell Harvey, finance professor at Duke University's Fuqua School of Business. Uh, And here we go. Quote Over the past few weeks, investors have been flocking to Bitcoin, the digital currency whose value has soared about 2,000% in the last year alone. Okay, now, folks, let me stop right there and ask you when was the last time you heard? A currency having that kind of volatility now we're used to currencies having volatility if they go into hyperinflation but volatility in the form of soaring value this is this is very very uh, dangerous we're entering some uncharted territory here so keep this volatility issue in mind as you listen to the rest of this article and the proposal that it sets out, okay? While many economists are cautioning against the excitement about Bitcoin, which is caught up in what may be one of the biggest speculative bubbles in history, it's important to note just how revolutionary the technology may be. Indeed, the technology underlying Bitcoin could fundamentally change the way we think about money. It is only a matter of time. In other words, it's inevitable, folks, according to this Op ed in the Washington Post before paper money is phased out. Sweden, where about 2% of value transactions are done in cash, may eliminate physical money within five years. Most central banks are working on technologies to power a future digital currency. Skipping a paragraph, Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies are based on a complicated technology known as blockchain, which acts like a digital ledger of all transactions completed with the currency it's somewhat similar to the serial number that you can find on every dollar bill but it actually means something because it makes bitcoin nearly impossible to counterfeit okay skipping a paragraph again when was the last time you paid for anything with a $100 bill or even a 50 many retailers won't even take them most atm's spit out 20s no matter how much you withdraw, yet 79% of U.S. dollars in circulation are represented by $100 bills, include the $50 notes, and it's 85%. So where are all those bills? In black markets. So in other words, if we want to get rid of black markets and criminality, we need to adopt digital currencies. Isn't that interesting? When police first captured infamous drug lord Joaquin El Chapo Guzman. They also discovered a cash hoard, including more than $200 million, mainly in $100 bills. Cash has the distinct advantage of being anonymous. You can put cash under your mattress or in a vault, and no one knows about it except you. Yeah, that's why we have cash, okay? We like privacy. A national cryptocurrency would make it far more difficult for criminals. Here it is again, the pitch, folks to hoard money because all transactions would be recorded in the government ledger. Now I don't know about you folks but do you want the government knowing everything that you buy? Uh, Do you want for that matter the government sharing all of that with Amazon? Okay. This is also true with Bitcoin whose ledger is viewable to anyone despite the negative press about Bitcoin being used for illegal transactions Gee, I wonder why. Is it safer to have a cyber currency uh, and that run by the central banks? Bitcoin is not anonymous and criminals who use it often do not understand that their transactions are being recorded. Um, All right, now skipping another paragraph. Why not hold cash, which has a 0% interest rate? With a national cryptocurrency whose supply is controlled by the central bank, rates can be negative. Worried about deflation in a recession? No longer. A national cryptocurrency such as FedCoin would be able to operationalize Milton Friedman's famous helicopter cash as an alternative strategy to stimulate the economy. A single line of code. Could instantly put one thousand dollars into every person's pocket. Well, gee, if that's the case, wouldn't a single line of code put more money into people's pockets and create? Uh, couldn't you? Couldn't you put more into their pockets and thereby create cryptocurrency hyperinflation? Or couldn't a single line of code take money out of people's pockets? So, in other words, these are the selling points. <laughs> for Cryptocurrency in the Washington Post. Now, I want (laughs) to, you know, folks, sometimes you just have to shake your head and laugh. All right. This is the response. This is Zero Hedge's response. Uh, This one is authored by Michael Snyder, and it's coming to Zero Hedge via a blog site called The Economic Collapse. And here's what Mr. Snyder says, quote, Just a few days ago, I warned that central banks could eventually try to take control of the cryptocurrency phenomenon, and so I was deeply alarmed to see the Washington Post publish this sort of article. We want cryptocurrencies to stay completely independent, and we definitely do not want the Federal Reserve and other global central banks to start creating their own versions. Because, of course, once they create their own versions, they will want to start restricting the use of any competitors. Skipping a couple paragraphs. Over the past few weeks, investors have been flocking to Bitcoin, the digital currency whose value has soared about 2,000% in the past year alone. No volatility there, folks. And while many economists are cautioning against excitement about Bitcoin, which is caught up in one of the biggest speculative bubbles in history, it's important to note how revolutionary the technology is. And then he continues uh, after that quotation from the Washington Post. He then continues with this paragraph a little later, but I have a feeling that the powers that be will eventually manufacture some sort of cryptocurrency crisis if one does not happen naturally in other words folks i suspect that he suspects and i i actually uh suspect this myself that this bitcoin bubble may be the crisis that they're going to use to grab a hold and regulate the cryptocurrency market and cryptocurrencies futures now again my problem here folks is the volatility of this stuff um currencies have their utility as media of exchange when their value is more or less stable over the short and mid-term. right. now if you go back and look at the US federal dollar ever since the Federal Reserve Act was passed, the dollar has gradually declined in its purchasing power over the last century since, uh, last century and a few years since the Federal Reserve Act was, was passed, but imagine a currency that soared in value in a year about 2,000% and the chaos that it would introduce in the in the marketplace or for that matter imagine hyperinflation the reverse. Now continuing, Cornell, the University of Maryland and the University of California at Berkeley will focus on developing new cryptocurrency systems according to the principal investigator Elaine Shi and those will address pain points. Attributed to Bitcoin and other existing networks, and some of the pain points we're going to get to here, um, in a moment. I'm going to skip a class, skip a couple paragraphs. Central bank cryptocurrencies would impl- simply be an extension of the current debt-based system that is systematically enslaving humanity. Yeah, you betcha, they would be. They would charge you somehow for the use of their cryptocurrencies. The thing that makes cryptocurrencies so great is the fact that they are not debt based and they are allowing humanity to express independence from the current system. Skipping a paragraph. In Venezuela, the collapse of the Bolivar has forced locals to turn to alternatives like Bitcoin. And here it comes, folks. Here it comes. I've been urging this for years that if that sort of society emerges, if a cashless society emerges, you will see the emergence of local currencies because some people value privacy over uh, security and ease of of exchange. Uh, Local currencies with fixed exchange rates. The rapid erosion of the bolivar's value made everyday transactions like buying groceries and paying caddies untenable. Customers had to pay with large cumbersome stacks of bolivars that were difficult to transport. Now I'm skipping to the second to the last paragraph, and I want you to listen to this folks because there has been on the internet some concern about precisely this point and another hidden point. Quote, even though Bitcoin transactions can take hours, even days to settle, local merchants have readily embraced the digital currency. So in other words, um, the clearing of, of these cryptocurrencies is taking a long time. And with it, folks, as people are increasingly out there mining their cryptocurrency, they're driving electrical and Internet usage off the chart. This is something that's not being talked about. And that means, folks, that this stuff has an environmental impact that could in the long run be rather profound and rather nasty. All right. So in other words, the solution is to get rid of criminality and get rid of black markets. We all need to charge into cryptocurrencies. Now, folks, over the past few years, as this phenomenon has been uh, becoming more more of a phenomenon and more of a bubble, I've been cautioning people about hacking, about the insecurity of these systems and so on and so forth. Um, and these articles raise other issues as well. So, folks, I am not sold on this at all. In fact, if anything, what I've been trying to do in my personal life is use more and more cash. All right. Um, I, I I think it's I think it's vitally important uh, to do this uh, because we don't want to see a cashless society and everything being transacted in systems that are not secure, in systems that are run by central bankers. And the irony to me, folks, is that you would have someone with the chutzpah, if I can put it this way, or with the great big brass ones, to argue that cryptocurrencies are going to get rid of black markets and criminality Well, turning it over to central banks you're turning it over to a bunch of criminals to begin with. So this is definitely an idea that I'm putting in my bad column. I don't know about you folks, you may think this stuff is the uh, best thing since fiat money. (laughs) But I don't think so. Anyway, I want to thank everybody. Again, we've got one more news and views next week before the year's out. But again, I want to thank everybody, Uh, all of you that have been sending me great articles, Uh, some of you that have been contributing articles to the website uh the memberships all of you taking out memberships and sending in donations we appreciate it i want to thank you uh a big thanks to all of you who participated in the virtual pipe organ crowdfund this last year uh, i can't tell you what that means to me because that's like a dream come true to be able uh to play music again um so i want to thank all of you that were involved with that project uh, remember to like these uh, News and views, particularly on iTunes, give us some good reviews on iTunes. Help promote the site. Uh, And I want to wish everybody out there a very, very Merry Christmas. We'll see you after the Christmas holiday for the next News and Views. Thank you all. Bye-bye and God bless.